Megan, spring is one of our family's busiest seasons with tons of time on the go. There are so many places to be and details to remember. And the last thing I need is the constant irritation of uncomfortable shoes. So today we're talking about the Vionic Vitals collection from our longtime sponsor, Vionic Shoes. These are the best essential shoe styles for everyday wear this season. So Katie on our team is getting ready for warmer weather in Chicagoland with a pair of Vionic's Bella Toe Post sandals. These are Vionic's best-selling flip-flop style, and they have a cute little bow on them. They come in nine great colors, but Katie chose a versatile black patent leather. They're super supportive for her high instep, and they even come in wide sizes, which is a great option. Yeah, the styles in the Vionic Vitals collection are classics that don't really go out of fashion. And because they're such great quality, they're going to last as well, even with daily wear, which mine definitely get. And I love that Vionic offers a 30-day guarantee. Wear them, love them, or return them for a full refund within 30 days. But I have a feeling after those 30 days, our listeners will love their Vionic shoes so much they'll be ready to order another pair. Use code THEMOMHOUR15 at checkout for 15% off your entire order at Vionicshoes.com when you log into your account. That's a one-time use only. Bionic Shoes, wearable well-being for your feet. Hi, I'm Megan. And I'm Sarah. We're two moms with eight kids between us from preschool to teen. This is the show where we help you feel better about the mom you are and share our own parenting tips and personal stories. We're not experts. We're parents who've been there. We're not perfect. We're real. Welcome to the Mom Hour. Hey, everyone, and welcome to episode 116 of the Mom Hour. I am Megan Francis here, as always, with Sarah Powers. Hey, Sarah. Hey, Megan. Are you ready for back to school yet? I am. Mentally, physically, <laughs> spiritually. <laughs> spiritually. Uh, Supplies-wise? Uh, yeah, as we record this, my supplies are making their Amazon way to my house. I feel pretty ready. Okay. We're recording this a little <laughs> yeah. bit ahead of time, but by the time this airs... Actually, the day this airs will be the first day of school for my elementary schoolers. So, oh, wow. Yeah, it is official. Okay, very yeah, you guys can think of me. You can high five me over the airwaves today because my elementary schoolers will be in school and then my preschooler <laughs> not, but... No, not. not. Uh, well, on episode 115, we talked about back to school. We kind of had a little back to school theme where we talked about what our kids are up to this year and we talked about what grades they're moving into and how what we're expecting. But we want to talk about back to school for moms in this episode. Like, yes, I love the idea. And we've talked about this before of back to school time being the new year for moms instead of January 1st, which is like when you're supposed to make all your resolutions. I have a much harder time getting excited about change at that time of year than I yeah. do in September. Yep. It's like, I don't know, the weather gets a little crisp and you, it just, there's all these supplies, like freshly sharpened pencils and everyone's just kind of in that reinvention state of mind. So it's I'm just, really excited to talk about It's just in the air and it's, yeah, it's in the air. It's on your social media feeds. And we know that a lot of our listeners have kids who aren't in school yet, really little ones. A lot of you are stay-at-home moms or you're working full-time and maybe your kid's daycare just goes year round, but I, I still am going to put it out there that fall just feels like this time where it's, it's like a new energy to hunker down. And maybe yes. that's just hardwired yep. in us from growing up school years ourselves. I mean, I do think weather has something to do with it. If you've been traveling or taking vacations in the summer, that's can be awesome in its own way. But I feel like we all get this energy to like stay put for a little while and create some yeah. routines. So yeah, we're going to flip this and talk about, the opportunities for moms at creating a new year for yourself. Even if it's just another day as a stay at home mom with a baby and a right. toddler, we think you right. can give yourself a new year this fall. Sarah, our sponsor Vionic is back today with their Vionic Vitals collection. These shoes are the most essential styles for everyday wear to get us ready for spring, which will be here before we know it. We've already talked about my uptown loafers and Willa slip on flat and your Chardonnay heeled sandal, but this collection also includes the Walk 23 classic sneaker. That is that unapologetic dad sneaker style that's so popular right now. And I was just thinking having all four styles would basically be like having a spring capsule wardrobe for your feet. Oh my gosh, that is actually such a genius idea, Megan. I love where you're going with this. You know, high quality shoes are such a classy way to elevate your wardrobe. And the styles in the Vionic Vitals collection really can be worn in your everyday mom life, whether you're running errands or dressing up for an occasion. Yeah. And let's talk about the comfort factor, Sarah. Vionic actually got started by revolutionizing medical orthotics. Today, they continue to use that science to make cute and comfortable shoes that can keep up with our active lifestyles. 
Use code THEMOMHOUR15 at checkout for 15% off your entire order at bionicshoes.com when you log into your account. That's one-time use only. Bionic Shoes, wearable well-being for your feet. We are welcoming back Olive and June as a sponsor. And Megan, I'm so excited about this partnership because with spring right around the corner, I love refreshing the little things in my life, including my manicure. I am the biggest fan of doing my nails at home instead of at a salon because it's convenient, so much cheaper at just $2 a mani, and the results can't be beat. It all begins with Olive and June. Yeah, Olive and June's mani system has everything you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. These are profesh tools designed just for DIY. A couple of the items included are their best-selling poppy, which makes it so easy to brush on a smooth coat, even with your non-dominant hand, which you do have to use about half the time, it turns out, (laughs) and their award-winning cuticle serum, which is so nourishing and a finishing touch I love. Well, I've been a big fan of their quick dry polish for a while now. It seriously dries in about a minute, making it perfect for busy moms. Visit oliveandjune.com slash themomhour for 20% off your first mani system. That's O-L-I-V-E-A-N-D-J-U-N-E dot com slash T-H-E-M-O-M-H-O-U-R for 20% off your first mini system. Okay, so shifting into what our fall is going to look like this year, we thought we'd just kind of give everybody an update on what our schedules are going to look like, yours and mine, in terms of how many kids are in school and what's changing for work and all of that. So I can go first or do you want to go first? No, you go ahead. All right. I'll go first. So um, last week, if you listened, we talked about my kids' school. My youngest is in preschool um, and she will be in three days, three full school days. So Monday, Wednesday, Friday, about 845 to three. And that is the most I've ever had as the youngest going into school. So my older two are in elementary school. I don't have childcare outside of school. And I, I really haven't ever, other than like a once a week sitter for a couple hours when we started recording the podcast and Violet wasn't in school yet. So um, my work hours happen during school, but this will be, you know, this will be more than I had last year. And as regular listeners know, we're really ramping up our business with the Life Listen Network and this podcast. So um, I will probably use most of those school hours for work, but I work at home or maybe a coffee shop if I need a change of pace or maybe the coffee shop at my gym. Um, In terms of like after school, we're going to have pretty minimal um, after school activities, which I'm excited about. Um, My two older kids do Taekwondo as their main sport and they're at different belt levels right now. But after the next belt exam, they will be grouped in the same class. So instead of being there for their separate classes, they'll be together, which cuts that time commitment in half. And Violet's going to do AYSO soccer. But for the four-year-olds, there's only like a little scrimmage on Saturday mornings. That's it. There's no practice during the week, um, which was a welcome change, actually, from when Reed did it at that age. So I think we're going to have kind of relatively minimal after-school activities, which will be nice. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, so I'm looking at, and all of that kicks off this week. If you're listening when this comes out, Violet's first day of school would have been yesterday and the big kids today. So we are, like, I'm in it. This is this is it. Three days a week of everybody in school. Yep. And then those Tuesday, Thursdays will still be me and Violet palling around for one more year. So that's Things kind are of getting like really real. <laughs> I know that's kind of like the yeah. that's the nuts and bolts. How about you? The overview. Well, this is um, oh, going into a really busy fall. I feel like my fall is always like the craziest time. Yeah. Either things are changing or there's just a lot going on. And um, so this year, in addition to the radio, I'm also going to be working at a local marketing agency. Um, and so that's going to be two places like that I have to be every day. And remind people about your radio crazy. in case brand new listeners. Sure. Know about your oh, radio right. Role. OK. Yeah, just so remind almost exactly a year ago, I took a job as the co-host of a radio morning show. So it's Johnny and Megan in the mornings. And we basically are, you know, what you hear when you're driving and like between the songs, we, we just kind Banter. of riff on current events and banter and stuff. And it's a lot of fun. Um, but it, you know, it's not like a mentally super challenging job. It's just that I start at like six 30. Yeah. So that means getting up a lot earlier than I used to. And I've been doing that for a year and I have to say it's been a lot easier than I expected. I really thought I would struggle with that and it's not been that bad. Um, but a lot of that has been because my other work was always from home. And so Mm -hmm. I've done marketing and copywriting and content marketing for, a while now, but I always kind of was able to come home and rest or come home and kind of put my feet up or take a nap or whatever I might need to do before I 
go to the gym before I really dug into my day. And now it's going to be, I'm going to be going right from there to this marketing agency. So it's just going to become a lot more structured, um, Mm -hmm. which isn't a bad thing necessarily, but it means I'm going to have to be really protective of my sleep and my bedtime at night more so than I have been. Um, I'm going to have to, it's just, I'm going to have to get really organized. So I was considering last year we had a sitter come or I had a sitter come two days a week so that she could get the kids up and off to school and I could just go straight to the radio. Then one day a week, I didn't go to radio or I'd go late and I would get the kids off to school. And then the kids were with John the other two um, school days. Mm-hmm. But this year, I think I'm, and I thought about, I thought about letting her go and just having, um, just dropping the kids off, like at my brother's house on my way to work. And then they could walk with his kids or whatever. And I'm just looking at this now going, no way. Like, there's no yeah. way I need the help. I'm going to, I don't, I, I need to take the help where I can find it in ways that, make a big difference. So yeah. she's definitely going to still be on and they love her and it's nice continuity and it's nice to have this constant presence and not for me to feel stressed in the morning and I can just kind of roll out of bed and go. So well, that's what I was going to say. Really is like, it's one yeah. thing to wake up early, but if you've also like, if you're worried that somebody's not going to wake up with their alarm or forgot to pack their lunch, right. like that's just a whole exactly. other mental drain. So having that, yes, having that caregiver there to do the morning routine yeah. will just make you And I didn't so have to easier. worry about that at all last year and it was a lifesaver it really was so I'm going to definitely stick with that and then also you know last fall um, and I've talked about this on the show before like last fall was nuts as far as sports go I want to say the year before that was even crazier because two years ago Owen played fall baseball and football and Mm -hmm. William played football Wow! and and I think Isaac may have been running cross country I don't even know it's a blur Um, last year it was just football this year both of the boys have said they don't want to do football and I kind of resisted at first and then I thought, why am I? No, like, this has been a year of a lot of change. This is, there's been a lot of upheaval. Yeah. Why don't I just let them not play this year? Yeah. I don't care if they play and I don't, there's nothing like invested in it, you yeah. know, um, but the time they put in so far. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm inclined now to just let them not, mm-hmm. not play. And um, that's going to make our evenings so much more open. Yeah. And it's just going to mean I go home from work at night and, you know, and luckily I'll get to be home right around the time they get home from school. So yeah. I was going to ask. So there. your whole work day yeah. starts early, but what time will you be finishing up? By four. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. And apparently, yeah. And this company is great about, you know, if you want to work from home in the afternoon and be there when your kids get home, you can right. usually do that. Like they're just like really flexible. So I'll be home by four. That gives me, you know, five hours of time at home on my nights with the kids where yeah. I can just make dinner, hang out, yeah. like look at homework, just, just a lot more relaxed. And I'm looking forward to that. So I'm actually looking forward to a strangely calm, even yeah. though I'm going to be super busy working and then podcasting on top of that, which I'll figure out how to do on my non kid days. We'll keep or, you guys um, posted on weekends. when we record the podcast. <laughs> we'll see how it that may works, be in right? our pajamas uh, in the middle of the night, but we're, we will yeah. do it. <laughs> Well, and then, you know, I talked about getting divorced a few months ago and, and it's been really stressful, but this is one of those places where it kind of works in my favor because I know I have a couple of days every week where I don't have like any kid duty at all. Right. So that just makes it that much easier to squeeze stuff in that would have been really difficult before. Well, so I bet, I, I mean, yeah, I can't so, predict for sure, but I bet you'll also kind of enjoy your time at home because you're not working at home. And we all know there's, there's pros and cons to working at home. I think anybody who has done it, there's, there's upsides and downsides, but you might feel like because most of your work will be done away from home for the first time in a long time, you might feel kind of homey when you're home. Do you know what I mean? I like, totally agree. I won't, I don't think I'm going to feel as, um, pressured or conflicted. Like I think I'll yeah. just be able to say, Oh, this is my home time. And I already put in a full day. And that's sometimes the problem when you work from home um, or when you work a flexible schedule or you kind of work whenever you need to or yeah. want to, it's really hard to feel like it's hard to say, Oh, I already just, I put in seven or eight hours today. I'm done. And I realized that like last week I was kind of coming down on myself and I don't remember what it was. It was like two o'clock in the afternoon. I think I had been voxing with you, Sarah. Mm-hmm. And I had said something like, I was going to take my kids kayaking and I said something like, uh, you know, I'm taking the kids kayaking and I looked at the clock. It was like two. And I thought, Oh, I mean, I'm, I'm knocking off my quote unquote work day three hours early. And then I thought I've been up since six yeah. working this whole time. Yeah. So I did put in a full day. It's not yeah. like I've been slacking. It's just that I have a lot of different things going on. And so my schedule doesn't necessarily look like someone else's. So now my yeah. schedule is going to look a lot more like, you know, a normal person's and that's going to help me, I think make that, 
disconnect between work and home. Yeah, I'm a little envious just of that piece of it. Um, My next question was kind of how are we feeling going into this quote unquote new year? And I have to say for the last six months, I've been hitting it hard work wise. And I've gone from I've gone from like, oh, so this is a little digression, but I have always been able to pass as a stay at home mom. Like, I mean, you guys, if you listened recently to our stay at home work outside the home episode, we kind of gave our full backstory, but I've had some kind of side gig, side employment or freelance stuff going on for like six years. But it's been so minimal and so flexible that like when I'm out and about at the parks and the schools, I pass as a stay at home mom and I don't even really correct people who assume I'm a stay at home mom. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, not like not for any other reason is just I'm I was so it was so flexible and pretty minimal anywhere from like five to ten hours a week, maybe a little more at times. Well, that ship has sailed. I can no longer. Yeah, I just I have you can't I have a lot on my plate and I own a business with you and I have conference calls and you know billing and invoicing and like so we talked a little bit about that and it's been really fun really challenging really gratifying super grateful but it I'm in a new era of needing to draw lines between work and home because I mean if you go back even since you and I have been working together I used to work at nap time right like you put the baby down for a nap you work for a couple hours that's how so many people get started too with with adventures you work when you can yeah And then it's sneaky how the kids are more independent now. They don't need me. So I can actually get five or six hours, maybe not quite that much, but four hours a day in. Nobody naps anymore, but I can still get it done because they're doing their own thing. They're playing independently or we go to the gym and put them in childcare. So the good news is I have more bandwidth and with school starting, I'm going to have even more. The challenge I think for me and where like this fall will be, interesting is that I can't it's not sustainable to fill every available minute with work and that's what I've been doing for the last like six months because and the those available minutes have gotten more and more so then I've just worked more and more does that make sense so yeah I'm not it's not necessarily a negative but it's a shift for sure um yeah yeah I I totally get that and part of the reason you're able to get so much done and you know even though the kids are home is because you learned how to be (laughs) so efficient when you were fitting things in at nap times and just whenever you could and honestly that's a skill that I've lost a little bit like when, when you are at home with kids and you're there's urgency like such incredible urgency all the time because they could wake up in five minutes yeah any literally anything could happen like yeah they're watching a video they're only going to be happy for 20 minutes i need to get on this there's just this sense of like heightened urgency at all times and i don't have that anymore so sometimes it's like i have it takes me a little bit longer to get motivated than it used to it's just an interesting but i remember when you were like when i encountered you right you were in that spot and you were getting a ton done <laughs> yeah so. I know it's funny sometimes so it's easy sometimes to like the, the like more you have to do the more you get done kind of a thing right and I think you're, you're gonna be great yeah so. it's yeah it's gonna be good I can I can we'll maybe both survive my maybe my <laughs> one of my goals we're gonna get into some sort of new year's resolution type stuff so maybe one of mine will be yeah. to set some boundaries even if I have the capacity to work six hours in a day maybe I take an yeah. hour for not work or yeah for, you know well and and I will I will also say that one thing I really do like about September is I don't know if this is true for you but definitely for me there is this temptation to take that opportunity to go to the pool or the beach right. or yeah. like there's this feeling like you should be in semi-vacation mode even if you're not and mm-hmm. September it's like everyone at the same time just gets down to business yeah and yeah. so like there's less distraction yeah and there's less outside stuff beckoning to you so I agree yeah um okay so what we thought we'd do now that we've set the stage is kind of go through a few categories of mom life and just share if Mm -hmm. we have any goals or resolutions for ourselves and then would love to hear from listeners on all of these areas too so you can just reply on social media or email us so um so the first category I think is kind of what we were starting to get into and that is work and creativity both so do you have any specific goals or resolutions around work and creativity this fall? Um, Well, because I haven't started this new schedule yet, I'm not exactly sure how it's going to play out. But I think work work is going to take care of itself now for the first time in a long time. Work is just going to happen to me and I'm going to keep up. (laughs) That's it's not going to be me having to hustle all the time. And which I have to say is kind of a relief because that can get really exhausting if you're freelancing and you're doing it and you need to earn the income and there's not another adult um, 
helping to support the, the household, you it's it can become very exhausting. Right. So the work part, I'm a little less worried about. It's the creativity part. I don't mm-hmm. want to get so head down in the stuff I have to do that I stop having these big, crazy ideas. So um, I think I'm going to set aside time every day, and I don't exactly know when that is going to be. Um, it may be like right when I get home from work. I have a feeling I'm going to come home from work and want an immediate nap attack. Like mm-hmm. I just have this feeling like I'm going to walk in at four and by 430, I'm going to be face down on my bed and I'm going to nap for like a half an hour. And then I was thinking maybe just reading and taking some time to journal like right after yeah. that would be a nice way to ease into the evening, kind of create that line between my work day and my home yeah. day. Um I was complaining to my sister the other day because she is a huge reader yeah. and has always got like two or three books going all the time. And I said, I don't, she keeps asking me what I'm reading. And I was like, for the first time, I'm finally reading a book because we were camping and I had the time. And I said, right. but I feel like I'm always starting a book right before I go to bed at night yeah. or in bed. And then I fall asleep two pages yeah. in and I never make any progress. Um, and so then I don't read. And she said, well, you can't do it in bed, silly. Like, yeah. She's like, what are you thinking? You just have to make time for it some other time of your day. So for her, she has little pockets built in where she can do that. And it's yeah. such a simple little thing, but um, you know, just kind of re looking at what my day to day life might look like and how to fit in those little bursts of creativity. Well, and I feel so like I a book that you could even choose books that really inspire creativity, either something that's written mm-hmm. so beautifully that you want to write, which, you know, happens right. to us writers or, or something about creativity. Like, did you read big magic? Um, uh, don't Elizabeth think I Gilbert? did. Yeah, you would no. like that. It's that a was really one of the ones I downloaded on my Kindle. Yeah, it's a really fast read. And that's like, that's guaranteed to just make you think about creativity and just that's kind of a, it's an easy recommend. I mean, even if you don't love it, you'll at least be, you'll at least, it'll get your wheels going. Um, So yeah, I feel like if you had that downtime for reading and if the reading material was somehow kind of getting your creative wheels going and not just yeah. right or yeah. just an escape and and because of the kind of work I do there's going to be plenty of room for creativity within my work as well yeah. but I know sometimes that can really sap you like sometimes if yeah, your paid work is all creative it makes it hard to think creatively when you're not working and totally. so it might be a little more passively creative like yeah. consuming can also be creative you know yeah. like consuming art or consuming yeah. or you know maybe I'll do another play or something like yeah. just to kind of keep me um just to kind of keep my brain something firing going. That, in that yeah. way. So, yeah. So, um, you? so for me, I kind of mentioned like work goal being now that I have the kids in school and I don't have to be at this frenetic pace, um, setting some routines and boundaries about working and not working. And again, it'll be the most I've ever had kids in school. Um, so I think one of the, my challenges I've talked about on the show is that my brain works best in the morning. If I could work like you, if I could work 6am to 2pm, that would probably be my workday. The problem is from when I get up until nine, it's sort of the school morning routine. So I can't really sit down until a little later in the morning. Um, But I think just creating a schedule and creating some boundaries and then really, really reminding myself that as you tell me all the time, there are no podcast emergencies. Like it's okay (laughs) to let emails go till the next day and not needing to check in or fill those fill that space with work every second. Right. Um, Creativity wise, you know, a lot of my creativity has been going into the business, which has been exciting and really invigorating. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that that needs to change. I think what probably would be healthy is to have the time boundaries around it. So I, I'm still feeling like my most creative, my biggest source of creativity right now is the business that we're building and the stuff that we're doing. I guess one more work goal probably for me, and I'm sure you would agree, um, is to really be in the practice of delegating, um, in the ways that we can. And as we start to grow our business, we are probably going to scale. We're probably going to have people who help us with Mm -hmm. things or outsource some things. And as anybody who's like had a entrepreneurial venture knows it's easy. It seems easier to do everything yourself, but that is not scalable or healthy. So I feel like we're at a very good time right now to practice just delegating and outsourcing. Yeah. And so um, we're poised Absolutely. to do that as a business and it's not easy as everybody knows. So that would be another goal. It's a lot of trust fall. involved. Yeah. And there's also a lot of letting, like getting over yourself. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah. And the idea that you can do everything better than anybody else right. so that they won't understand it. If you try to explain it to them and or that the way you've been doing parenting. things. Yeah. Or the way you've <laughs> been doing things is 
the way it has to be. The right or best way. And that's not true. Yeah, totally not true. Okay. So what about health and wellness? Do you have any... Yeah. So this is one, well, this is one where I'm going to have to be really careful because for me, I don't like working out that much. It's fine. (laughs) I'll do it. If I have time in the day, it is always the first thing that drops off and it doesn't drop off my horizon. Like it never drops off of my notice. I'm always thinking about it, but it is the first thing I let go of if a day gets too packed. And sometimes like we've talked about this, I think in my self care episode, Mm -hmm. uh, it was ours, but I mostly talked. Um, Is that episode one? I think one Oh four. And I talked about that balance between, you know, I want to go to yoga. I know I'll feel so much better if I go to yoga, but I'm so stressed about yeah. what I won't get done if I go to yoga. That is the, really the better choice. And yeah. I feel like I face that on a, you know, several times a week basis right now. So I'm going to have to get really, really um, disciplined with myself about this. And I'm just thinking like, I want to make it easy. So I've been hiking a lot lately mm-hmm. and I love it. It doesn't feel like work to me. It feels like a lot of fun. It's not burning the same amount of calories if, as if I was like going to a class or lifting weights or whatever, but it's sustainable. And I usually am great about walking in the summer mm-hmm. and then I start to taper off when it gets cold and then I stop entirely in like November. Mm-hmm. And this year, I if I could just make one goal, it would be to be outfitted in such a way that I don't have to, like that I'm warm enough that I can right. just go out and walk even if it's, and maybe that could become kind of part of my daily like routine where I'm taking yeah. care of myself. Maybe it's like right after the kids go to bed, it's a way to clear my head. I love it. I really enjoy it. So there's yeah. no reason not to do it. I just have to really work it into my schedule. Right. And that's one of those things I think having such a routine schedule is going to be good for me yeah. because I know if I don't do that now, I'm not going to do it. Right. Um, I also still want to keep going to yoga, but I think it's going to have to probably be like a weekend thing and maybe yeah. one evening class during the week. It's I just it's not going to be sustainable the way I was doing it for a while. I was going to classes like almost every day and there's just not going to be time for right. me to do that now. And that's OK. Yeah. Um, if I do, you know, if I walk four or five times a day or a week and then and then, you know, go to yoga twice, that's perfect. That's perfectly enough exercise to keep me healthy right. and and feeling good and all that. So, yeah. So that's where I am now. And it's it's just going to be a matter of figuring out where it fits and yeah. then actually doing it, which is kind of everything, right? Yeah. Is that yeah everything no. is? Exactly. And it's yeah. life. Um, but that's, that's, yeah, life. that's why we're calling this a New Year's resolution because that's getting getting back on. Yeah, I had a really good routine this summer of walking every day and I am not, yeah, my workouts you are... You really s- did. I really did. Um, you because would, I was always, always be messing, you'd be like, yeah. hey, I'm, I'm just finishing up my walk. Yeah, and the reason it worked, <laughs> the reason it worked was um, Brian still starts work pretty early. He leaves at about quarter to eight or 20 to eight, but it was just about a 20 minute difference because he doesn't take the kids to school in the summer. So our morning was that much, uh, a little bit more free. So he would go, he goes to the gym early. He goes, I work. Uh, I used to read, but now I work. That's back to my other resolution. (laughs) So I work from like (laughs) five to six and then he comes back from the gym. And um, because we don't have kids to get ready for school, then I would leave with the puppy on my walk and just walk for 30 minutes. Um, so that will end. That was a great summer routine. It was, that's something I will look forward to in the summers now. Um, but that will end just because our mornings are crazier. So we have our gym membership. And the, the routine that we had last year was that I just I head right to the gym after school drop off with every other mom mm-hmm. in my town. It's like a very cliche thing. They're right. all there. Yeah. Um, and I've talked on this show about my gym has great classes and there's some resistance I have to doing the group fitness classes. And I think part of it is for so long with three little kids at home, any exercise time I got was I wanted to be by myself. And then I got into listening to podcasts and I I just didn't want anyone to talk to me or tell me what to do. However, I hear nothing but good things about the fitness classes, how good you feel after you do them. And just, I know it's a better workout than my 25 minutes on a treadmill and lifting a few weights, right. like staring into space. So I don't know. I, I, I'm not <laughs> well, ready to commit not. that I'm going to go hardcore, <laughs> but I am open to yeah. the idea because my walk routine will end. I will go back to going straight to the gym. Um, and kind of tying right back in with like having some work boundaries is I love listening to music when I work out, but I get a little lazy about what I listen to. And then I get into listening to podcasts, which starts to feel like work when your work is. Yeah, podcast no, network. I totally. So that. I feel like yeah. if I had some good playlists or a totally fun podcast, something else to look forward to, um, then if, if all I do is my 25 minutes on the treadmill, that's still fine. That's still like you said, it's a good yeah. it's it's good enough. Um, but because I haven't been spending 
spending that time in the gym this summer, I feel like I'll have kind of a natural, it'll just be a natural shakeup of my routine. So, and then on the other health yeah. and wellness, um, I have to mention meal planning and cooking because I oh, haven't yeah, made dinner. People, I have not made dinner like for real regularly in, I don't know, like six months. I haven't either. No, it's like, been terrible. At all. Well, for me, it's been like since like spring. Like, but it's been bad. It's been really so, bad. I mean, is, I, I still yeah. put something together to eat, kind of, but like, it's really been phoned in. It's been really, yes, time. very phoned in for me. Um, we are, I won't announce who, but we're in partnership with a meal planning and prep sponsor for a few episodes coming up that you guys will hear about in a future episode. And just even having that as an option to look into, just, just some external motivation and external yep. inspiration. You know, it's easy to say well meal planning is not that hard I could do it myself and that's true but same thing with exercise it's like sometimes you just need the external inspiration whether that looks like a meal planning service or a delivery service or whatever so something's got to give because I haven't made dinner something's got to give I haven't made dinner in a thousand years it's real sad huh yeah 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 okay so I wanted to mention something about working out and and this may not apply this might not fit your life at all um, but just for what it's worth to anyone who's listening and maybe just to spark something for you um, I for a while did the whole like go right after school drop off to um, exercise thing. And I found that it was not right for me for a couple of reasons. First of all, that was like my prime mental time. Yeah. Like right after dropping the kids off. Yeah. And I was resentful about having to go work out. Yes, like I would see it I as the that. biggest interruption to my day. <laughs> Everybody is there. You have to talk to everyone. It's, you know, it's busy. It's like social hour for yeah. moms. And so um, I found it just, just didn't work with me. So what I started doing was having it be the last thing I did mm-hmm. before I picked the kids up from school or wherever they were. And I loved that because by that point of the day, I'm ready. Like yeah. I'm ready to be done and to make that transition between work and personal life. Yeah. And I'm also like, my brain is kind of shutting down a yeah. little bit and I need something energetic to do so I don't fall asleep. And also there's no one there. Yeah. So it would, um, it would feel like this little oasis. Like I would go and sit in and I would sit in the locker room and watch whatever crappy programming they had on the TV because I don't watch that stuff at home. Right. And just really slowly, yeah. you know, dry off and get ready and like, you know, I'd shower there and stuff. And it just, it felt like a little treat. Whereas going at nine, yeah, never felt good to me. Well, so that just is for what it's yeah, I, I actually am really intrigued by that idea. My worry is that I wouldn't do it because <laughs> I'd be in my groove yeah, well, or feeling like, you know, what well, you, do? I, you yeah. get up in the morning and put your work workout clothes on. Yeah. And you put yeah. your hair in a sloppy ponytail yeah. and you wear your shoes. Like yeah. just be ready to go yeah. at any moment. And then the minute you feel that you might have to train yourself, but the minute yeah. you start to feel that dip in energy, just be like, Oh, time to go and yep. just go. And so sometimes I would go at, you know, two thirty, and sometimes I would go at once. So it wasn't always yeah. exactly the same time, but it was one of the things I did toward the end of the day yeah. for a long time. And I will say that was the most consistent I've ever been with working out was when yeah. I worked out in the afternoon. Yeah, no, so, I, re- I really like that yeah. idea. Everybody who listens to this show knows that, you know, I'm just a morning person. And what that means is I tend to front load all everything in my day. And then I sort of don't do anything after like two o'clock. Right. And so that's not really a great energy management strategy. So I actually think it's really smart to sort of purposely move something that energizes you and is good for you to later in the day. Right. Like I don't have to get it all done before yeah. two o'clock. So I love that. And you might find that you you might find it some resistance to it, like for a week, like you might be like, Ugh, I don't want to. I'm in the middle of something. But you can you train yourself. Oh, yeah. And it's such a pleasant. It was always such a pleasant experience for me that I would want to go back. I would sit in the hot tub sometimes. You trained yourself to get just, up before you know, six o'clock every day. I mean, anything I is did. possible. <laughs> Any, literally anything can be done. Sarah, our sponsor, Haya, is back on the show today. And I just really love this company. Typical children's vitamins are basically candy in disguise. They're filled with two teaspoons of sugar, unhealthy chemicals, and other gummy junk most parents don't really want their growing kids eating. That's why Haya, the pediatrician-approved, super-powered chewable vitamin, was created. That's right, Megan. Haya fills in the most common gaps in modern kids' diets to provide the full-body nourishment they need. And Haya vitamins have a yummy taste kids love, too. So we were just talking to Katie on our team, Megan, and she was saying that when they get down toward the bottom of the high vitamin bottle, her boys are fighting over who gets the last one. Oh, I love it. And I also love that Katie can feel good about that, right? Haya is designed for kids of all ages and sent straight to your door. So parents never need to worry about running out. And we've worked out a special deal with Haya for their best-selling children's vitamin. You're going to get 50% off your first order. To claim this deal, go to HayaHealth.com slash MomHour. This deal is not available on their regular website. 
Go to H-I-Y-A-H-E-A-L-T-H dot com slash mom hour and get your kids the full body nourishment they need to grow into healthy adults. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Um, okay, so diving back in, shall we, to a couple other yeah, areas. So let's talk about our home. And I put home slash nest because I feel like there's a very nesty component to yes. fall. And that's saying that as a Southern Californian who it's going to be hot here. It's actually hotter here in September and October than it is in June, July and August. It's our summer. So it won't be it won't be chilly here, but it'll be chilly for you. And I feel like that naturally mm-hmm. turns everything inward. So do you have any home objectives, yeah. goals, desires? Oh, boy, I have so many. So um, <laughs> as you know, if you've been listening to this show for a while, I'm in not even in the middle of a divorce. I'm kind of at the, at the end stages of getting a divorce. It's been going on for almost a year now. Um, and I really, man, let my house go. <laughs> like the little things I took pride in, the magazines that I would read, like Better Homes and Gardens and just just little things like keeping certain areas clean and neat and organized and swapping out my throw pillows and things like that. I just basically walked away from about 11 months ago and really have not paid attention to partly because my house has been kind of a bummer of a place to be, to be very honest. And because I've been distracted and there's just a lot other, a lot of other things going on. So this fall, some friends have offered to come over and help me paint. Oh, um, that's awesome. To get things. Yeah. To get things that feel kind of like, my space that I'm creating with my kids as opposed to the space that yeah. my ex left. I mean, that yeah. is really important, I think. Yeah. Um, I'm going to totally redo my bedroom. Um, right now I have a, a separate office space that's I decked out. At, and you were there, Sarah. Mm-hmm. I, mean, it's I know, like, I just saw your house I put a lot time. of time. Yeah. That's right. And my and my office that I am renting for um, doing business because oh, for right. a long time I was kind of fleeing my house. And I put a lot of effort into decorating and, and furnishing this place. So I'm probably going to let it go because I'm not going to really need it as much anymore. Yeah. And I'm going to move. I'm basically going to pick up this office and move it into my house, <laughs> into my bedroom and make like that be my little retreat. And I'm really looking forward to that because I got some really like I got a oh, yeah, the, player, got this cool. Yeah. The lamp. stuff in there is so cute. And yeah, and it's so me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's just like it represented me kind of taking charge and, yeah. and making the space for myself. So I'm just going to pick the space up and move it uh, back home. And that's I'm looking forward to that. I'm not sad about that at all. But um, so that is really I just really want to take some time to nest this fall. It's yeah. really important that I get that back under control. I kind of knew I would get sick of not doing that. And at yeah. some point I would need to do it again and, yeah. and like just take over. I'm going to re-implement family dinners, but I'm going to take it easy on myself and only try and only really push like a full family sit down dinner, maybe twice a week because mm-hmm. now I only have the kids four nights a week. And I feel like I need to have a couple nights where it can be a little more stand at the Island and eat yeah. if it, if that's how it works out. But I really want to get that routine back going again and I don't know, just like making my house more of the hub of my life again, which it was for such a long time. And then I kind of ran away from it, yeah. to be very honest. Yeah. And so, you know, taking it back over, man. And I think so. that's so true. Like, I, I have had times where I felt like that and it wasn't because of a divorce, but like a new baby or a bunch of travel in a row or right. if you're in a bad phase of sleep and you're just in survival mode, you just it's like a feeling of, you know, like dissociative personality. It's like dissociative home yes. disorder. It's like you're in it, <laughs> yeah. but it's not yours. And you don't have that sort of yes. like cozy, intimate ownership feeling right. of your space. And I think it's yeah. natural to go through ups and downs of that. Not just, I mean, your your situation was maybe more extreme, but I have definitely had times that I felt that way. And it's there's an element of surrender and you just have to be like, okay, well, I will get back to this eventually. And so, yeah, um, you yeah. know, this is going to sound really silly, but I spent like a, a weekend with um, some friends of mine who have a newish baby and mm-hmm. I hung out in their living room a lot and watched TV. And I thought, when was the last time I went in my living room and watched TV and just sat down on the, on the couch yeah. and watched a program? I couldn't. I couldn't even remember when yeah. because I have basically lived in between the kitchen and my bedroom for mm-hmm. a very long time. I've just been kind of like hiding in there mm-hmm. and the living room became, it kind of went to the feral children and like yeah. it just like 
went to seed and and they took over and there's rappers everywhere. And so I'm like, I'm taking it back. You know, I want to have my programs that I watch. I I thought this at my friend's house. That's like, gosh, I should watch more TV, which is such a silly thing. But like, it is one of those little things that makes your your home yours, like your programs, your comfy spot you sit in, you know? So yes, I need all that back and I'm I'm taking it back. Yeah. I totally interrupted you, but no, that's okay. I was just going to say, I feel like we had, uh, we had some travel early in the summer and then we just did a trip, but we had like four weeks in a row at home this summer and we actually got a lot of like some decent projects done around the house. So I'm feeling pretty good about where we are, but we're going to do some bigger, some bigger things and we might paint as well. Actually, I really don't love the color of our walls and it's painting is in my mind. It seems like such a big deal. We would hire ours out because we have like double vaulted high ceilings and um, we would hire it out, but it makes such a difference. And what I was thinking about you with painting is when you paint, you have to pull everything away from the wall anyway. And it it sort of can create that catalyst. We've talked before about on our like, home decorating shows about how like one thing can start the ball rolling and the dominoes fall and you end up like re like reorganizing your furniture in a room and yeah so I'm definitely ready for a few of those things now that we're into fall um but yeah the uh, the one specific area I feel like I would love to focus on is I have a little desk nook in the kitchen we don't have an office or anything and it's Mm -hmm. just piles like so many desk nooks are um but because the kids will be in school a lot more and I do work from home um I feel like that it's a tiny little area but just changing out the picture on the wall in front of it and the pen containers and all of that um I feel like that could be a cuter space that more reflects me and the fact that I do work Mm -hmm. practically full-time from home now you know so yeah Yeah. that would be one little corner but in general I just love I love the natural nesting that happens this time of year so looking forward to that Yeah, me too um okay so what about like kids and parenting you mentioned family dinner so anything else along those lines or anything that you you know want to put intention behind in with the kids yeah this fall so so one of the things that I told myself this has been like a big year of me just being like I always said I was going to do this one thing and now I'm going to do it darn it and so (laughs) watch um, out you guys (laughs) yeah watch out but one of those things was becoming more outdoorsy I always wanted to hike and camp more and just things that life got in the way and I was like waiting for a level of involvement that didn't happen and so I kind of put all that stuff on hold and then this year I was like you know it's just it's me I can just do this I don't need to wait for anybody else to give me permission or help me or buy in Um, so I started doing I've been camping four times in the last month I know it's been been impressive I know yeah so I just decided to do it and slowly I am um getting my my kids involved and that is something like I want to bring them into my world and have them discover things that I love I think I've spent a lot of time watching and supporting things they love Mm -hmm. (laughs) and now I kind of feel like I want us to have things that we do together and things that maybe are new for us and like our new family yeah Um, so so like I did take the kids all camping last week um I've taken a couple of the kids kayaking a couple of times I would like to take Clara on a couple just me and her camping trips I think that would be Mm -hmm. super fun I have Mm -hmm. like a tent that's like a one and a half person tent and she's really into it she thinks it's really fun to do that stuff like we live I live in a beautiful area of Michigan there are state parks every five miles like there Mm -hmm. is no reason we couldn't just jump in the car some evening and go for a two-hour hike like there's no reason we couldn't I just you know you get life gets in the way and you don't and then you think you'll do it you'll think you'll do it when there's a special occasion right or when there's like when everything's perfect and perfectly lines up and then sometimes that just doesn't happen so for you weather wise yeah yeah, for you weather wise it's you you know, it's easy to say, well, it's September, so we're going to come indoors and nest. But you probably have right. six or eight weeks of really nice weather, weather that you could take yeah, advantage it's of. gorgeous. Yeah. Yep. So that's one thing. And then I really want to keep the theater thing going. Like Clara, Clara and William got so into theater when I directed Guys and Dolls. They mm-hmm. loved it. Um, I think Owen would get into it if I kind of eased him in a little bit. So that's something I also want us to do together. Whether that's going to see stuff, which I admit I've not been as good about going we have like a we have a college here that has some really good programs and mm-hmm. good shows and stuff and I've been kind of bad because I got in that little kid mode where you're like yeah. I'm not going to see a show my yeah. kids won't sit through it and then you realize actually my youngest is like eight so yeah. yes she will yeah. um so just being more intentional about that stuff like us doing things together that we enjoy doing and that yeah. we come can become can become like our thing yeah so that's those that's my goals 
Yeah, I would say I'm, I'm almost going to say same because um, yeah. we traveled quite a bit this summer and summer here tends to be pool and beach even when we are home. But we also live in an unbelievably beautiful part of the country and we've only been here we just passed our California anniversary is what I call it so we've been here exactly three <laughs> years um, and there is sort of like the bubble where we make our everyday you know school grocery store like and that's very small it's like a five mile radius it's just it's little suburban Orange County yeah but there's so much that's within I would say an hour to two hour drive I mean we're right halfway in between San Diego and Los Angeles um not to mention other parts of Orange County and Southern California. And it's just get I'm a broken record on this, but it's so much easier to do things with the kids than it used to be. Um, and that's something right. that I feel like with our travel, we've really taken advantage of. When we travel now, the kids do great. We do fun things. But I'm, I am kind of a homebody and I love routine and I love all this returning to the home and nesting. And so the flip side of that is you can forget to get out and do things, especially in the fall when everybody's focused on back to school. So I just I want like like you, I want to get out and do things with the kids um i want to use our weekends our weekends shouldn't be too busy violet will have little soccer on saturday mornings but that's it um so i want to use our weekends you know kind of continue the spirit of summer and explore our own backyard a little bit better i feel like that's a perennial goal of mine and i wouldn't say i'm not doing it well it just it requires constant attention because i i am someone who really likes a weekend of nothing at home i really enjoy that so finding the balance and looking ahead and saying actually we're gonna do san diego for the day next weekend um and the kids are old enough and they'll enjoy it and it'll be fun um so that would be one thing um and then yeah last week on the podcast we kind of talked about how each of our kids are going into new school years. And I would say it's always sort of a parenting goal of mine to just really tune in to how everybody is adjusting because sometimes adjusting to a new school year is different than what you expect. I feel like as parents, we build up the first day and the first week and we're so excited and we get their outfits and their lunchboxes. And then we forget that like, depending on the kid, depending on the year, it can take two months to settle in. And some of their little anxieties. And you don't see those things until a while in. You're not even looking for it. Yeah. Right. So true. So I think I don't, there's no like specific goal, except that I think it's something I naturally do each fall. I always try and keep our after school activities really minimal in the fall. And just, it's almost like their job is to adjust to a new school year. And my job is to make sure I'm paying attention. Not that like I'm on the lookout for anything awful, but just that like I'm giving them space to adjust and giving them permission to not have it go perfectly and remembering that it takes three, four, five, six weeks sometimes for everyone to feel like, you know, they're into the new school year. So that's, I think like a general parenting objective, but no, that's really good. And I think that that is, is really wise. And I will say also you saying that kind of sparked in me just like, I don't know, making and being intentional about paying attention. Yeah. And that's, Yeah, something I think is easier to do when you take a step back and and nest a little bit. Well, and with older kids, it's more it's so much um, like fuzzier. Like when you when you have a new baby, your job is like you pay attention to like the color of their poop and the sound of their burp and (laughs) like how many times they ate. And then all of a sudden it was like like you said one time, like, I don't even know if I saw my kid today. Like, I mean, that's that's an extreme. (laughs) But um, but it happens. Yeah. The things to pay attention to get a little slipperier. And so, yeah. You, you do have to stay on the ball. So fall is a good and time. And they become for that. good at hiding stuff too. Yeah. So that's, yeah. 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 Yep. Very, um, very Well, my last category was kitchen and food, which we sort of touched on in a couple different areas, which is interesting. Do you have any other? So we talked a little bit about returning to family dinner, but not putting yep. the expectations too high. And then we also talked about just nutrition and wellness for ourselves. Do you have any yeah. other like kitchen food related? I know you love roasted vegetables in the fall. I do, I um, but you. I'm not making like that. And yeah, I do. I do. I really love them. Um, my my goal is going to be very simple. It is going to be um, eat at home uh-huh. <laughs> on the nights I have the kids eat yeah. at home. And that I'm not even going to put any any kind of restrictions on what that's going to look like, because I know eating at home will be better for us and less expensive no matter yeah. what it is. Yeah. Um, no matter what it is. So I'm just going to start there. And then for myself, one problem becomes like being solo 
couple mm-hmm. nights a week, you know, two, three, sometimes four nights a week, it's really easy to fall into the trap of eating out all the time. Mm-hmm. And that would explain why I've gained about 10 pounds and <laughs> why, you know, my food budget doesn't go as far because yeah. like eating out is expensive and it's not good for you. And yeah. it doesn't really, even if you go out and you have a salad, I mean, come on, yeah. if you do that like three times, you know, a day, it's, <laughs> it's still not good for you. So I haven't decided yet what restrictions to put on myself. I think that actually having this new work schedule is going to help a lot with that because yeah. it'll just... I won't be able to and I'm going to be tired at night and I'm not going to want to go out. Um, So that I think is going to help. But I'm actually going to literally look back at my debit card receipt or um, statement and count up how many times I've eaten out in the last month. And I'm probably going to be shocked. And then I'm just going to just cut that in half. Yeah. And that'll just shame. You will self-shame yourself into doing that. I will shame myself into that. (laughs) I just think, you know, those are two really simple things that I think will make a big difference. Yeah. So. Yeah, my yeah. my only one is I have got to get back into meal planning even sounds too aggressive. What I mean is knowing what we are eating for dinner before five o'clock. That sounds like yeah. real basic. That but is planning. My poor husband, <laughs> he's so patient and he's been so supportive as we've been growing our business. And he also loves to cook. So as long as I have, I'm pretty good at keeping stocked with fresh groceries. That I will say, I like to have good food in the house, good healthy food. So that is not an area, a problem area. The problem area is him getting home. Not that he expects like dinner to be on the table, but like I just look up and I'm like, I, I don't even know. I don't even know what we're having. Like right? I have yeah, put no yeah. thought into this. Um, and he would also be willing to help if we're both working. We can both say we can both sit down and look at the week ahead. And when I say meal planning, like you, you're saying eat at home. We're saying it's okay if that meal plan is to have like pre-prepared salads or frozen pizzas or whatever you've decided but it has to be planned that's that's my whole thing it's like I'm fine if some of the dinners are easy cop-outs but I want to know what it is before four or five o'clock and that I've just gotten way away from so that so keep it mine. simple. And the nice thing is when you do something like that and it's that simple, you grow from there. You don't have to have this elaborate plan right at the beginning. Yes. And it begets, the, the more, that, it begets more. Like you right. want to do it more. Yeah. 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 And you'll also want to up the ante. So if one night you know that you know at four o'clock that you're having like you know, frozen chicken nuggets for dinner. So that's good. You know that, right? But the next day, maybe you're like, oh, I think I'll start a little earlier so that I don't have that. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Um, Well, this has been really fun. I feel super inspired about our new year, our fall new year. A couple quick things before we wrap. Um, This week is our live event. So Megan, if we're, the day this airs, you're about to fly out to California tomorrow and we are doing our live event. So if you catch this when it airs, there's still time to follow us just follow us on social media everywhere we'll be talking about it and posting about it specifically the event page for our live event on facebook um, i think is where we're going to do our facebook live as much as we can live stream we will um technology uh cooperation with standing i guess right um but if you find us on instagram and facebook in particular you will see stuff and you can feel like you're following along um also we're attending podcast movement this week which is an awesome conference it's in anaheim this year um for podcasters so definitely follow us along there we'll try and do some instagram stories and stuff at podcast movement you can see behind the scenes so it'll be a busy week for us um and then yeah finally megan it's mothers of reinvention foundations the deadline to register is September 6th, $89, 10 weeks. I don't know why you guys wouldn't do this with Megan. It's going to be so great. <laughs> do it. <laughs> do, do it, it guys. Peer pressure. <laughs> um, so everything we talked about will be in the show notes at themomhour.com. This was episode 116. If you missed last week, there's some other great back to school stuff there as well. So it's all I got. It's all I got too. All right. It's thanks, been everybody. fun talking about back to school. We'll see you next time. Hey everyone, we have a favor to ask. If you are an Apple Podcasts user, can you check really quickly to make sure you're still following the mom hour? Apple did one of their big software updates recently, and it changed a bunch of things about how you get the podcasts you're subscribed to. If Apple Podcasts is your podcast app of choice, all you have to do is find your way to our show page and then click the little plus sign or follow in the top right corner. Thanks so much. Sarah, I started a Substack last spring just kind of as an experiment, and it turns out I love it. I'm treating it kind of like an old school blog, writing about things that are happening in my life. Megan, I've loved following your stuff on Substack, and I actually just really like Substack in general. You know, we've both been a lot less active on Instagram lately, and I'm finding that Substack scratches that itch to connect and create 
without all the busyness of a typical social media feed. So I would love it if mom, our listeners wanted to look me up there. I'm at meganfrancis.substack.com and that's Megan with two A's, M-E-A-G-A-N francis.substack.com. 